your last name, by the way. You know that, right? What? Michelle's last name. It's, it's pronounced Elin. Elin. Mm-hmm. Michelle Elin. I am glad. <laughs> Let's let us all practice that together. Michelle, Michelle Elin. <laughs> Take a deep breath in. Now do it kind of arts. You know, this is a movie, so Michelle, Michelle Elin. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? Wow. Yep. That is so That was her contribution. Disrespectful. All right. Are you guys ready to do? Are you guys ready to do? 69. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for girls to eat the mow mow. Going downtown. Gotta eat the pussy right, yeah. 69. Yeah. Show 69. Let's do this. The following show is for mature audiences only. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. I'm Kathy. (laughs) I'm Abyss. I am Count Boogie, and today, as a special guest host, we have Michelle Michelle Elin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, this is it! This is it! Uh You can only have one show 69! And this one's it? This is it! Okay. We could say that about 68. You're very excited, but it's but just it's another I show, made a jingle. you know. Okay. Yes, you did. <laughs> although, although technically 69 doesn't have to be two girls. Yeah, really. Do you really want to see me strip down naked no. and jam my sweaty balls into someone's mouth? I, does anybody no. in this room want to see that? No. No! So <laughs> I for, certainly don't. <laughs> so for today... We have some specialties uh, coming up, mm-hmm. pretty much. Uh, I think we should talk about the disaster that was last week's show. What, the Pussy Cookie Show was an amazing show. No, in particular, an the 30 minutes show. we lost in the middle of the show. We're not going to talk about the fact that um, 30 minutes of the show was not amazing. I uh, think that you got so excited that you accidentally bumped something with your elbow or I, something. I hope that's what it was. Look, we keep looking back. Okay, yes, for those of you that listened to last week's show, uh, the Pussy Cookies episode, which was fucking amazing, we made Pussy Cookies in Mark, and it was amazing. But unfortunately, the computer that has been reliable, the computer. thus said reliability for 67 and a third episodes... Just miraculously at 40 minutes, just stopped recording and kept running. That's enough. The timeline kept running. And then, just to show that this is going to be awkward and weird, started recording again on its own at a minute, at an hour and two minutes. I think the computer just said, I'm done. That's it. The topic is too much. It was the swapping of cookies. It was when uh, That's when I tuned out. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) It's when Renata and Mark uh, actually chewed cookies and shared them at the behest of Hollywood Daddy, of course, who said, hey, this is a good idea. Of course he would. And so you uh, encouraged him. Don't don't throw him under the bus. But it's okay because we just re-recreated it at the end. And then I just. While I was in the kitchen. Yeah, while you. Safely away from the. It's pretty good. I was safely not here. Yes, <laughs> I I blame you entirely for you everything were that far, went down. You last were far week. away, and now you and your old bay are together again. Which what? is funny because uh, I went. I just came back <laughs> from like the East Coast, where old bay is a thing. Like they have potato chips 
oh, with Old Bay. Bay flavored potato That's why chips. I put it out for you. I went and bought you a new one no, because fuck obviously, you. fuck obviously you, you took, fuck you. No, because you 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 no, took no, one. no, no. For the listeners, we were going to do this bit. We were going to do a bit <laughs> where it's he was seasoning. going because Old Bay is a seasoning, and he was going to go Obey, and I was going to go Old Bay. <laughs> Which would have been be cute. very cute, but during the moves and so forth, um, the old bay disappeared, and she took it home. I did not and fucking take it home, and then brought it back. And I kept saying, "Hey, dude, where's my old bay?" I wanted to make some like crab, you know. I was like, "Hey, where is it? Where is?" It? And he's like, "You took it home. You took it home." I'm like, I, "I didn't. I actually did not take it home." And today it magically appeared. And look, there it is, right next to you. Huh. I might have been looking in a box and said, uh-huh. "Hey." Hey, look at that. It's a fucking old bay. <laughs> so, uh, hey, what are you going to do? What are you it's back. Do? And she gave me the stinkiest look. I don't blame her for it. Like, I don't remember guy. it being, you know, like, that. like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you took it. No, no, you sure. were very, def- like, I was definite. adamant, yeah. Oh okay, fine, she has her old base. Kathy, you had a dream. Right. What was your dream? No, that's last on the list. Nope, it's going. All right, I had a dream. I'm going to end up disappointing was you Was it a bit having sex with Boogie? Yeah. It was having sex with somebody. It was actually somebody... Who, who is or has been on this show, because <laughs> I am not giving you any other hints. Oh, my gosh. Well, like out of the 11 people we've had on the show. <laughs> I'll give you that much. Because we're a guest-driven show. That's right. My not on the show, but even in the audience. Has been in this room. That's my Michelle. I'm going to say my Michelle. Uncle I'm Creepy. You fucked Uncle Creepy. <laughs> I didn't fuck anyone, but in the dream, I'm in this public park and it's nighttime and for some reason i lie down on the grass and this person goes down on me whoa and in my dreams even though i'm having sex i can never climax oh, that's just rude but this time i did <laughs> i actually woke up going yes <laughs> but i'm not gonna tell you who it was but I'm it like, was uh, amazing y'all you need to come back <laughs> uh, 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 oh it was good <laughs> I don't, uh, uh, who was what? that i'm not telling you why would you I know why this would, would our listeners you. deserve to know don't no. give me that no. our no. listeners deserve to no. know. michelle no. There's Michelle? four of us here don't we can have a vote <laughs> I like and i get can. to override the vote so if you go with me on this what <laughs> I'm giving her the stink eye. <laughs> I, God damn it! I feel, I feel like that's yeah. not actually. Now I'm going to actually have to use my brain and think of the five people that have ever guessed it. Is, was it a guest or just a regular? I'm not telling you. Somebody you're, you're, who was in this room. Your head is going in this room. In this room was or is oh, female so or male? You just you just lim- you actually limited down the pool. Fem- female or male? Was or is was a female? I mean, I'm what? Mark. I'm saying it was Mark. I'm not giving anybody anything. I'm never. I'm not. This is not like guess what it is. I'm literally never going to tell you. You're such a dick. So, so what is this anal doctor? Yeah, what's anal doctor? That's some bullshit. That oh. was some bullshit. I, I, okay, yeah. I'm just going to share this real quick because yeah, you know, make it s- quick. Sometimes the <laughs> fuck off. Sometimes the old. By the way, Michelle, we tell each other to fuck off a lot. It's kind of like a our bonobo bonding, uh, uh, you know, primate bonding. Yeah, you experience. said it right. Bonobo. 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 Little monkeys that fuck a lot. Anal doctor. Let's fucking fight monkeys. Okay. So so Mark gets a lot of UTIs, urinary tract infections. Um, Poor And so so it's really uh, been a problem, and they're very frequent. And, of course, Abyss has given lots of advice, and, and we read up, and, okay, drink more water, make sure you pee after sex. A lot of the things that you need to do, you know, there's, uh, you know, cranberries and, you know, antioxidants, things like that that you can use to help minimize the, you 
you know, the frequency of getting your UTI, but she keeps getting them. So she goes to the doctor finally, and she sees a urologist, and the urologist is like, are you having anal sex? And she's like, well, yeah, duh, fuckhead. You know, I feel like that's awesome. not actually how she said and that. And she's yeah, like, I throws that. down, and then she gets in his face, and you go, see this fucking ass? You don't fucking get that, <laughs> fucking bitch. So <laughs> that's what she did to the doctor, and I think... <laughs> It but hurt the doctor because she she that's because, how she exactly yeah she and I could totally that. see that happening because it was a male doctor and obviously his wife's or whatever significant other <laughs> might not be giving him the ass play and so he's butt hurt so he's like oh it's most likely the anal sex which is something that is normally medically sound medically sound I'm not yeah, I'm not the arguing fact with it's that medically sound not, not arguing okay because there's fluids when you're doing anal sex especially if there's lube involved that can drip down over the vagina and enter the urethra and then cause urinary tract infection which is fine we understand that but he's like we need to find this out yeah dick needed to find this out so he says hey so we can find out if this is what it because you get it so frequent okay um don't have anal sex for six months and boogie's life just dissolves (laughs) don't have anal sex for six months Months. I'm surprised you didn't so do jingle really, for that. Really, really, <laughs> this is not actually about Mark's weight. Yeah, weight count boogie is redeemed is, is because there, I know doctors. Is there an end to the story? And there is, and there's bullshit, and there is an end. So I, she comes back and lays this fucking truckload on me, which is you know because that's you know it's, it's a big part of your sexuality is the, is the ass. So um, um, so I'm like <laughs> so I'm like well where where does this number six months come from is this like a statistic is this something is there information she's like i don't know he, he just said that it was six months don't touch that fucking button it's not even <laughs> my there. fingers going it's not the even button. there so i'm like hey you know this is a big part of everything you can't just fucking tell people hey don't have fucking anal sex for six months because i don't care about anal sex and i know a lot of doctors and we all know there's a lot of doctors that have a god complex that make up whoa, a bunch of whoa, shit whoa, or put whoa. their own opinion wait there's an ending to this and i was right so he's you know is there more information? Because if you're going to take away someone's sex life or a part of their sex life for six months, you should have some fucking info, right? Where's the study? Where's the thing that says six months is the allotted time? So we go a couple months. Lo and behold, she hasn't had a UTI. And I'm like, okay, well, now we know. Because if she does, if it is the anal sex, then there's an antibiotic that you can take once a week or so before sex that... Um, it will that's, actually, that's actually not how that works. Well, that's what the urologist said. So she would be you, on a low dose antibiotic. It'd be daily. It, it's they said it's once. That's if you're quite a commitment s- to anal sex. Huh? Daily dose. It's <laughs> they said daily. It's daily. <laughs> they said it was once before sex. It's daily. That's not how fucking antibiotics work. Hey, hey, okay, fine. <laughs> then. I think Thank our you. nurse Hi. knows better. <laughs> Mark gave me. Uh, Mark said once. You said before sex. Way to throw her under the bus. <laughs> Why would I say something? To, okay, fine. Then it's a day. Then it's a daily dose, a small dose. Okay, thank you very much. Thank, thank you for that great information. So I'm like, okay, well now it's been two months. Why do we have to go for six whole months? And so let's find out because this is starting to you know get irritable. Oh yeah, don't do look fucking at her like you're sad. You want it up the ass too, slut. Don't stick your tongue out at me. Hey, what? I'm more concerned about. Her medical. Wait, (laughs) wait. Now I will bring home my correctness. Uh So I said, "Look, this is obviously frustrating, but if this is the real number, if this is really it, can you at least email the doctor and say, hey, you know, it's been two months. We haven't had a UTI. 
Um, is there some if we're going to do this, we're fine with this, but it is causing some tension. And so, is there some evi- You know, is there some shit, research? Seriously? Is there some research? Wait, it gets good. Is there some research that's available that we can kind of read together and help us kind of you know you know suck it up? You can work through your your fucking I, issues. I can work through my fucking issues. And if you're a fucking doctor and, and you're going to give expert advice and you're going to tell people that they should fucking do something for and pick a time out of your fucking ass, you should have some fucking ammo to back it up because people get frustrated with this. It's our sex life, not yours, God complex fucker. So his. His response was, and I fucking quote, well, if it's been two months, you have your answer. There's no actual evidence that gives six months. It just seems like common sense. Is that is that is that profound medical advice? No, that's somebody <laughs> saying. I think there's just so much that I disagree with what you said that I, in, in, in the interest <laughs> yeah, like, of not prolonging the show, <laughs> let's move on to the next topic. All I'm saying is Mark got fucked in the ass an hour later. That's... <laughs> Pretty much. And now she's going to get a UTA. Yeah. But then we know. He said, you have your answer. I just picked the number, uh, you know, out of whatever. So, God damn it. Possibly he thought you were like every other average American who has sex once a week. Didn't realize you guys were on a speeded up process where every Hey, so give us some info. I'll fucking suck up some guts. What's next on the agenda? Michelle. (laughs) Michelle, our SM Sally. What happened to our pussy cookie party? What? You haven't finished Potato Mayhem. It's the first what? one. It's the first one. What? Pussy Cookie Party was a success last week. It was amazing. Explanation point. It, it was, was the first w- one. We talk about... Hang on a Who sec. Just, we have Nixie. Unger can't be here today. What the fuck was that? Turn it back on. No, you have to leave it on. <laughs> what the fuck was that? That's that's a laser light show that we now have a, along Why with the Why is it directly light. pointed at my eyes? What, <laughs> what is that on the wall? Can you explain to the listeners what we're explaining Okay, so Nixie, it's leave it on. It's going directly. This says no. Laser in the eye is not good. Okay, that's fun for me. Um, So we have a blue light. So when there's something going on in the perverted podcast chat room, we turn on the light, and uh, then we know that the person moderating the chat room has something to say. So I just added like a laser that washes over the whole room with thousands of lasers. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to right into Abyss's eyes. So, yes. but now we know. Where's Unger, by the way? That doesn't look like I, Unger. Over that there. is not Unger. That is a much cuter version of Unger. That's Nixie. That's, that's nothing like Unger. <laughs> that is Nixie is in the chat. Nixie, are you there? I'm here. That is very good. Remember to put your face right on that microphone I'm, like you're looking I'm pussy. on it, Boogie. I'm that on it. Good needing girl. it, that mic muff. So, what's going on in the chat room? Um, two of our chat room participants did their own DIY at home pussy cookie party yes, they during did, our they? party time on Saturday. And did they po- post pictures on their fet life? Yes, they fucking uh, did. I can ask about Actually, it. Actually, okay. they did because I commented on them. King and princess. Yes. yes. They, uh, they said they're going to be perverted podcast and they, it was really great. And they did it alongside on the same day. They did it practically party. while the party was going on. Oh. Yes. And did they froze the dildos. Good call. Oh, nice. Good call. I told them that was a good call. No, that's that is a really good call because they get squishy. The Pussy Cookies party, by the way, was amazing. 11, I gave away because we had little awards that I made that says, I made Pussy Cookies, and people are now all putting them on their FetLife, taking their pictures with theirs. And that means that they, we made the cookie dildos in the kitchen Saturday night. It was amazing. 11 women got made Pussy Cookies and got fucked with cookie dildos. It was amazing to walk down the hall and literally see at one time four different scenes going on with people laughing, smiling, 
enjoying the. They actually it, were, yeah. It was amazing, and then the whole dungeon smelled like cookies, and then we cut them open and just made just yeah. dozens and dozens of cookies. I spent most of my time in the office. Kathy is not a food <laughs> uh, no. sex play person, no. but uh, that's that's that. But so they sure it was were amazing. having a good time. It was okay. it was really amazing party. I don't want to hit it anymore because we've been pussy cooking for a month and a half. Let's yeah. get to Michelle S M Sally. Wait. Oh my God. Hello, Michelle. Hello. Thanks for having me. I uh, This is so much fun. I'm so glad you finally got through with all your massive touring of your Scorsese-type <laughs> film, letting the world know about SM Sally, because I'm in it. That's, that's, that's why. That's, yeah. that's, that's why that is, he's so excited. I am excited. Well, that's one of my favorite scenes, actually, that fireplace scene that you do. They did. That was an awesome So, so we're going to go back. Let's go back. So um, Michelle is a director. She she does. A, uh, you have a whole series with its. Who are the two characters? With Jamie and Jill. With so Jamie and Jill. the first film's called Butch Jamie. The second film's called Heterosexual Jill. Right. And the third one's S&M Sally. And the the premise is, is this is a, a lesbian relationship. Yeah, it's a lesbian couple. And on the outside, they look kind of like a traditional butch femme couple. And they decide to uh, go to BDSM clubs. Well, actually, Jamie, the, the one that looks butch, finds out that her girlfriend, Jill, used to go to clubs. And she's afraid of falling behind in the bedroom. So she's like, hey, I think we should go to clubs. But deep down, she's really, like, nervous about it. And... Um, what I wanted to explore, what I thought was interesting, is that even though, like I say, they, they look like a traditional bitch femme couple, it's kind of switching those roles. So then they start going to the clubs. Uh, Jamie, who identifies as the butch one, likes more of the submissive role, but isn't quite ready to admit it and own it. And I kind of um, liked, you know, poking the fun and some of the comedy at her insecurities and perceptions and ideas and kind of her struggle with that and her identity. That was hmm. awesome. We Now you have the premise. We're going to let you chew on that, and then we're going to get, because obviously Kathy and I saw it. Abyss was on vacation, so she didn't see it. She will have to see it. It was amazing because uh, I was in it, and, and that was amazing. <laughs> and, that's uh, all you need to know, but that, he was that, in it. That's it. And, I, I, uh, I was actually here when they were filming it. That is that is true. So, <laughs> yes, it was they used Threshold as a rental, and I, you know, I'm the rental chair. So, <laughs> so I'm like, that way he got So I film. just, <laughs> you know, well, they, I mean, they had said you guys, you guys had a bunch of, you know, different things that you were going to do and then you kind of said hey we need this and that and violet wand and some things that i do a lot Mm -hmm. and so they're like well why don't you just do it you know and i'm like well i'm here this sounds like a lot of fun i love doing it i'm a big attention whore i have to say you were pretty good in that movie it was fun it was was i mean yeah if you put me in slow motion i'm amazing (laughs) in real life though you're a fucking train wreck pretty much don't have me but in slow motion i fucking rock so we're going to talk we're going to get into some of the more uh, in-depth talks uh just first to get uh, their brainwashed uh where do they go to see this film it's now on vimeo right yeah it's now on vimeo exclusively on vimeo we're eventually going to be on dvd and other vod platforms for the next few months it's all vimeo which is great because then it, it basically through the production company so that's the best way you can support the film is directly through the production company as opposed to the distributor when it comes out later absolutely so it's it's like 3.99 or something to, 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 to rent to rent, yeah. to rent uh-huh. that yeah that's that is awesome and so they go to vimeo and they look up sm sally yeah, or they can go to uh, my website, BalletDiesel.com, and it'll take you right there. Okay, very good. So we're going to get, you're going to be five more plugs for that, because we, we, we really want to support this, because I'm in it. Oh. And uh, and plus, it's got a great, and I really, I'll, we'll talk about it. I'm excited to talk about it, because there's some things that we really mimic. It's not Fifty Shades of Grey. It there's actually totally much not, yeah. a much more sensitive towards not putting down the BDSM lifestyle or making it look dysfunctional, which was really very exciting. So we're going to get back to that. But first... That life is the place Talk about genital torture in subspace We share our kinky thrills With 
experts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about bed life, motherfucker. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. I just want you all to Did know. Did we lose anything, Boogie? I just want you to know. We're still recording? We're coming up on 20 minutes, <laughs> and it looks like I'm still recording. <laughs> I'm so, so let's continue. All right. So our first post is by the lady deviant who wrote something called, Vanillas are actually all right. I should know. I used to be one. In which she says, how often do we pass up on perfectly good guys because they don't identify with our dark side and so automatically deem them incompatible? I've passed up on so many opportunities in the past because I became terrified of getting into a relationship with a vanilla. Okay, maybe a vanilla lover might strongly object to me wanting to push my lady cock up his ass, but just because a man is kinky doesn't automatically make them a great fit for me. (laughs) I realize now I may never find someone to tick all the boxes in my man requirements, but I feel more willing to open myself up to the lighter side of life and just go out and have fun. This uh, I liked this. Uh, one. Oh, yes, me I, too. I really did like this one. Okay, are you still like flipping out over the man, the lady cock? No, no, no. Fuck all the dudes you want, as long as it's not me. But no, I mean, no, she's no, talking from her point of view. But this yes. is something that anybody is going to deal with. In it actually has been. It's come can. up. It really. Oh, for you? Yeah. Well, you're back on the dating scene, girl. Yes, I am. Okay, <laughs> we heard about your bar. <laughs> People hitting up on you. The the failed callback. Yes. Um, that was pretty fucking funny. That was awful. <laughs> he texted again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. Right. Anyway, but no, this actually came up because it's like not everyone's kinky. So unless you're fishing off a of FetLife or at the club, you're like, well, shit. <laughs> but I found that like at least the people I've spoken to, I'm very open with who I am. So they're either it's really quick to find out if they're you know supportive or not so as long as someone is supportive of what you're wanting to do and it's still you can kick out you know hit your kinky boxes elsewhere i don't really see it as a problem i totally agree with you i think that there are things for me at least from my perspective that are uh deal breakers if you're not polyamorous or at least allowing me to at least do poly play i'm probably gonna have a hard time being in a relationship with you but you know her post really got me thinking because i there i have pretty much been just writing off anybody who doesn't hit all those boxes kinky wanting to switch polyamorous completely non-traditional in a lot of ways that i run my life and i realized in reading her posts that maybe that's I'm asking for a lot because I do know a lot of people who are vanilla and they're fantastic, awesome people. Maybe if I gave them a chance and there's also nothing saying that they're not going to be fantastic lovers if they're not kink. Exactly. So, cause I like vanilla sex. I like just plain old sex. That's nothing or, wrong with that. Or non kink sex. Oh, Thank you. Do I have to? What? Don't get butt hurt because I use the term vanilla sex. I'm just saying every now and again you should not use it as a derogatory term. Who said people, it was derogatory? Just, well, you a lot of people that are don't aren't kinky and the consider when you talking, call it vanilla that it's a derogatory. The person who's term. talking is not using it in a derogatory sense. So I'm going to be fighting you this. I use that term a lot. I do not mean it in a derogatory sense. Sure. Michelle, what do you think? <laughs> um, this is. Did I just <laughs> shut down? <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, yes, yes. Yes. What? Right, it depends who's. It depends who's using the word and and know. why and in, in the way that you're using it. So exactly. I agree, yeah. We've had that discussion before. If I say, "Oh, we've had oh you're fucking vanilla with that fucking look on my face and that attitude," then yeah, that's derogatory. I'm but. sure anybody with any sort of racist lingo could say the same thing. 
and say, you know, I just use it in context of, you know, when I'm with my but, black friends. But Again, there is so much wrong with what you hey. just said. I'm not even... I'm just saying any it. word, any... It, it, hey, it, hey guys, it, it comes guys, down guys, on, on guys, who it's derogatory. Guys, well, guys, let's yes, guys. guys. But going back to the non Going back to the topic. Oh, yeah, the topic. Oh, right. yeah, the topic. <laughs> so dating people who are not necessarily in the kink community or kinky. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm on that and... And 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 there was something else mentioned in the the post that I thought was very interesting. That it was like just because someone's kinky doesn't mean they're going to be a great mate. Just because you relate to them on a kinky level isn't automatically like wow, let's get the wedding rings and and go for this. You know, there's still obviously if you're going to have a relationship with someone, there's there's a lot of stuff that you need to click, um, or it's not going to work. So I don't think that's necessarily a a, def- a default to to use either. But um, as somebody who lived a very repressed life uh, long ago and now has opened up and become um, basically a a very sexual, sensual, kinky person, um, I do not want to be a martyr um, for my sex life anymore Um, because I did that for years. I gave up my whole entire teenage rambunctious buck years because Jesus didn't want me to stick my fucking dick in something so I couldn't do that and I went through and I got in the monogamous marriage and uh, it was miserable it was fucking miserable so for me um, there's a lot of dynamics here that come into play with how kinky are you if you're somebody that kink is your core, like for me, kink is my core. Not I have vanilla sex and I can have vanilla sex, but in general, I need to be creative and kinky and just explore and have people that want to do that with me. Otherwise, is the, if this is a monogamous relationship, no fucking way. No way will I be a fucking martyr again and go through and I talk to so many kinky people that like their significant other is like completely not into it. And and then they make them not be into it. Well, this is what we were saying. If you can find someone who maybe is non-kink but is supportive. Yes, like there are a lot of people, not a lot. There are people in this club that I've met who are married and yeah. their, part, their, their spouses are okay with them coming here for polyplay and some are even polyamorous. Also, uh, and then they are, you know, go ahead. Also, guys, just to, re- just to remind everyone, not all BDSM is sex-based. Sure. So if your kink is not sex based, you know, it's I had a difficult time explaining to potential people that I get off on hurting people. So <laughs> but if you can if you can find someone who's like, OK, you can do that to someone else. Just don't do it to me. I don't yeah. see it as a problem. Yeah. And but that once again is somebody that's in a relationship where the partner is OK, because re- regardless of whether it's sexual or not, when you're grabbing and biting and clawing and hitting somebody that's visceral, and those are things that a lot of people are not cool with that their partners go and do. So if you have a relationship where one is, is non-kink and then the other person allows you, you know, gets to go and explore their kink, then sure, that might work. But still, if it's something that's really core to you and you – like if this is your only relationship, like you're not poly and you don't have – like if you have three or four different people, then that's what poly's for. Poly is so you, you're not into this. I can do this. But if you're in that monogamous, primary, kind of just us thing, that is a miserable fucking place for somebody who's really kinky to be in. And you shouldn't martyr yourself. Move to where you need to move to. Get the job you need to get the job and live your life because you know what? After you die, you don't get to go – nobody's there. 
to say, hey, it was really nice of you to martyr your entire sex life for your entire life so you could be with this person who doesn't want to explore that with you. Is that why you're such a miserable old man? Because you're now resentful and bitter? I'm not miserable. <laughs> I'm at a party. You wait. Michelle, have you ever experienced anything like that? Do you strictly go for BDSM types? Or? Well, um, I think I find a lot of people that are curious, especially in the lesbian community. And I think maybe the straight world is different because there's a little more like, I don't know. But um, I think being part of the queer community, we're already a lot of us are already exposed to that and maybe open to that. So I feel I feel that there's you can find good, compatible people that don't necessarily identify like, yeah, I'm kinky, but they're out there and they just haven't discovered it yet. I'm jealous of the queer community. Which leaves another (laughs) thing that this is another angle of this type of relationship. When you have relationships, just because you maybe don't identify with kink and your partner does, there is a certain aspect that you can still try things. There are still levels of kink you can give to your partner, like role play or even spanking or, or something of that nature, that you can still try and maybe it's not your thing. But you love your partner and you want to explore something. I mean, because how many wives sit through their fucking husband's football games for fucking three hours or go people go and sit in their ham radio convention or whatever. So if you're willing to spend that time for your other partner to do the thing that they love, why shouldn't kink be something that you just do because it makes your partner happy or at least at certain levels? That is possible. People do it. Yeah, no, I think it's also... People are a lot more open to it nowadays, even in the heterosexual community, because if you talk about, you know, when we used to do the panels, we used to say stuff like, you know, who's into hair pulling, who's into light spanking, who's into biting, who's into whatever. And you see all these kids kind of like, oh, wait, oh, and I'm like, that's kink. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, so you can discover it. You're kinking. Yeah. You didn't even know it. That's good. That was a good, good that was a good was. post. Wait a, minute. Wait, a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's time for girls to eat the mow mow. Going downtown. <laughs> Gotta eat the pussy right, yeah. 69. That's so heavy metal. This is. <laughs> it's not even heavy metal. That's like hair band metal. That is hair band that metal. Is. This is show metal. 69, and there will be two instances. Kathy, do you have your clock timer? No. <laughs> All right. Do we actually need to Yes, we do, because we're going to do this twice in the show. This is show 69, goddammit. So right now... We have Spike on her back. Spike, Not glorious. to be confused with the pineapple. No, not the pineapple. <laughs> not Spike the pineapple. Which would be amazing. The stuffed animal who is our Well, mascot. we couldn't get anyone to 69 with Mark, so Spike the pineapple <laughs> will be filling the role of said we other partner. We get a picture of that. <laughs> that would be amazing to give to our preferred podcast listeners. So now, Kathy, get up there and help them. Me. This is, okay. So what's happening now <laughs> is Mark is complain. now, uh, Spike is on her back on the table hang on a sec let's get the demo mic okay she's trying not to giggle under the head. mic mark Does she have her? Oh, she has okay so now here's what's going on so now because mark and spike are not necessarily fluid but stop not start yet <laughs> jesus christ you gotta pray before your meal slut whoa. so what we're <laughs> whoa buddy what whoa so here's what we're doing because they are not fluid bonded we're going to do a safer version of a safer get, Okay, Safe Kathy, <laughs> start. Okay, look at me. Look at me, Kathy. Kathy, you start, go under her legs, and have yeah. the plastic wrap go the other way. 
that way. And then that, okay, so, so you what stick it to what that plastic wrap. What is they are actually using safer sex practices because they are not fluid bonded. And so, so we're putting saran wrap over both their vaginas. But what we're trying to do is in 69 position, in 69 position, it's kind of, well, plastic wrap can like suffocate Spike. <laughs> so we have to, so basically what's happening is Kathy has now, we have now wrapped all the way from Spike's lower back, from Spike's lower back all the way up around her cooter, all the way up to her tits, so we can then make the other saran wrap, lay over that, and then run all the way up her body and around Mark's ass and up Mark's back. And not suffocate. So now... (laughs) Yes, this is hard work. Save her sex. You know, you gotta put it in. You gotta care about it. Now then... Are you guys ready to go for show? Mark, the look Mark on your face is, like, is amazing. Let's go, Kathy. Can you please move aside because I, I just have to watch and make sure uh, you that have they're to make doing sure it. they're doing it correctly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, can you please start the festivities? Lick. <laughs> I like the sound of the saran wrap. <laughs> oh my God! Sorry, Nixie, get pictures. Get pi- Kathy, move so she can get pictures from the side. <laughs> Oh, this is so right. <laughs> pictures. Get pictures. I have no instructions. <laughs> they seem to be taking care of this well on their own. I think I think they're fine. <laughs> Kathy, get a sheet. Get a a blanket, put it under Spike's head. Uh, Or hold her head up, hold her head up. (laughs) Just reach under, hold her head up, push it up there. That's it. Oh, beautiful. And back to suffocating Spike. We're we're working it out. (laughs) Posing for the picture. Look at Mark. Mark is going to town. She's like, I got this. Hungry little nymph, aren't you? I think the time is up. No, 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 no. What was the time? What What was the time? It it was supposed, I think, like 12 minutes. Uh, that's not. 12, no. 12 minutes. We're going to do this a couple times. All right, that's it. No? Yes! Time is Wait, up. wait, one good lick. One good... Urgh, get it. Oh, God! Uh, a little smattering applause there. Oh, ca- careful and make sure she doesn't, like, yeah. fall off. Oh, my God. I don't know, breath play. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I know that seemed unromantic and rushed, but... I got this for you. <laughs> Look at the smile on Spike's face. That, that was, was that was, that was not bad smile. for you. That was a smuggy Did you smile. enjoy tasting Mark? Well. She's a good yummy, huh? Mark? Look at the excitement on their face. <laughs> Put your blankets back on. Oh. Oh, 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 oh and they're oh, hugging oh. now. Oh, we don't have an awe button. Uh, we awed. Oh. Aww. <laughs> That's cute. Okay. Michelle, I, this is what we do on the show, by the way. Did cool. are all She's the like, other? Did you, do, right? did you do a number of radio shows while you uh, while you promoted SM Sally? Uh, some, but never, never one like that. <laughs> no, never. No, just like just regular stations. Just regular, yes, yes. So nothing this is, is my first kinky radio show. So oh. pretty much the best show you've ever been on. Of course, absolutely. It comes with oral sex. That is, yeah. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> we have Obey and oral sex. <laughs> Obey. <laughs> 
<sighs> I think I did a good job. You, you did. did a good job. Thank you, you very much. You did. You did, you did. And Kathy, you did yes. really well, especially since Boogie was like fucking trying to overproduce that he shit. He totally was, wasn't he? Listen. Like last I was, minute, I have to know what's in his yeah. brain. I was trying to not have a guest die on the show. I think that's... Is that what you're trying to do? And then you yeah, told her to really? shove her face deeper in there. Into I the know. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was because it, in the practice run before you guys were in the room, because yes, we practice these things. It's a production. In the practice no, run, I learned, saw, we've learned I that, saw that Spike's head, because Spike was trying to get up to Mark's vagina. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, and I grabbed a blanket and I folded it and kind of tucked it in there and I forgot to put that on the table. Well, I was happy to help Spike hold her head up. Did you feel? Did you feel the energy of that fucking mouth? I could feel. The okay, so now we have this again coming through my hand. <laughs> let's let's move on and let's do our next. Yeah. Our I next. just thought it kind of gross, dude. It kind of <laughs> did. It wasn't gross when it was happening, but that was, all right. that was amazing. Coming okay. through my hand. I love our show. <laughs> can't believe I just said that. Yeah, you did. All right. Our next post is by Scarlet13, who wrote, unfollow on FET. Now, so this is just a heads up. This oh, is- we're back to FET life again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We just mix it up. Uh, she's discussing the new follow me or unfollow me feature on FET. Some people who are listening so may not know that that's a I thing. I didn't so. know. What, is, what does that mean? What <laughs> should is I read the fo- post or should I just okay, talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, if there's a oh, description in it. Not really. Well, yeah, she's talking about how she's going to use it. She says, okay. I think I'm getting a grip on this new feature and I'd like to put something out there. I came here to learn, read, write, appreciate artists and offer my own perspectives. I will, however, begin unfollowing the following members of FET. Non-writers, non-artists, non-contributors. I will unfollow you if you are merely here for the images or have 8,000 friends but have nothing on your profile. There's nothing wrong with that, but I don't need to see what you're doing. If you are offended because I unfollowed you, feel free to private message me and we can talk it out. Otherwise, Pervon, fellow kinksters, I bid you well and hope to not see the 10,000 pictures you've just loved or either the saintly pussy or the godly cocks. See, go. I'm I'm a little confused. Why why are that's they why we friend? wanted to say what well it, when you're a f- when you friend somebody right there are certain posts and certain pictures that only your friends can see mm-hmm. right so most of mine but are they private. see all well, yes, of them but it's there yeah. so if I want to be a friend with let's say Mark because and we can see each other's pictures and posts and everything but I want to I don't want to see she's a all the bitch, stuff so. yes she eats up my feed because she's looking at shit all, proving at shit all the time which she does and 8,000 loves God I right. fucking if you were somebody who supported FetLife you paid for it sure you could use something that was called the gag feature you could gag that person and you would no longer see their stuff coming through hmm. the feed but well, isn't now, that the same as unfollowing yes but yeah. now it's no longer there and now following can be done by everybody paid or not paid oh okay so I can oh, unf- right, right. I can have a friend so but I'm not following I don't them wa- if I don't want to see buggy shit i can there you go and you can still be probably a good idea you can still be friends so they won't (laughs) let me tell you it's a little bit complicated so i i shamelessly pulled this information from our lovely fee who wrote a really comprehensive post (laughs) on what you can do and what you can't do and because she's given us permission to do it i just went through i want to give her credit because this is all shit i pulled from her i didn't do any of this work myself so you don't need permission um, to have to remove someone from your follow list. You don't need to get permission like you do. Can I be your friend? Right. You just follow them. If they have their feature oh. turned on, oh. you can just follow them. So, oh. Oh, okay, so oh. now that no, makes that's sense. That's not okay. So that's oh, like yeah. because you cannot you can block them from doing that at any time. When you go on your at page, you will see these people are following me. 
when they moved, uh, when they uh, transitioned oh, the feature it. over, it automatically said anybody you had as a friend as someone also that uh, you followed. Okay, but it like random people could follow me that are yeah. not my friends. Yeah, but you can. You can un- you can unfollow. You can un- you can you, yeah. So I have to go through my goddamn them. thing and like that is stupid. No, you have to go through it if the people who you had as friends are automatically set as follow now. Just to start out with, from this point forward, why are you just throwing a page? <laughs> Abyss is not happening. This is bullshit. All right. Well, the thing is, is anyone can stalk you anyway. They just go on your page every day. It sure. doesn't matter. The following actually doesn't really mean anything. Spe- it just means it'll pop up in their feed. Exactly. But if someone's actually stalking you, they're going to be on your page all day, regardless. They're going to follow you physically, well, post by post and by you post. Can, in fact, so if it's you not look really on a security your, issue. If you look on your page right now, on the, um, if you click on any one of your friends it will say we are friends and then an x if you don't want to be friends and now right. it also says they are following well, yeah. me and you can x that out if you stop don't following me cut it out stop following me i kind of i thought this was a whole different thing which i'm like oh okay i get this topic this is now just like a technical fet life thing which is good because we love fet life and we want to know about this and i think it's kind of a cool feature because there are a lot of people that do a lot of posting and a lot of ad nauseum posting. And if you're somebody that likes to look at your feed to like see, hey, what's going on in the world? And there's 80 messages from Perverted Podcast, you know, promoting the Pussy Cookies Party. Then yeah. obviously that's <laughs> going to annoy you. Yeah. So you can unfollow us. And if you want to know what's going on, you can just go to our goddamn page. But there are some people that that's annoying because yeah. they write or they just they love every like they want to show their love and dedication to someone. And so they lo- like if a person has a hundred pictures, picture. they have to love every single yeah. picture. There is a way around it. Th- not really a way around yes, it. Don't but be if a you stalker. Go, if you go on the explore page, which is where the KMP is, if you mm-hmm. notice on top, it's not just KMP. It's fresh and pervy sure, sure. and what my friends are up to or something. Oh, yeah. You can click on that. And whether you're followed or not or whatever, anything your friend is doing will show up on that page. So I would really advise if you really want to understand the ins and outs, because there are some things that I, I didn't go into that mm. might affect if you want to follow someone or allow someone to follow you go to Fiasme's page and look at her post because she did some fucking work on that post and she went into great detail about what it means for you and what it doesn't mean for you sure okay and 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 don't be a small town mentality and expect people to fucking read all your shit you ever get that you're on are you on face michelle you on facebook Facebook, yeah. Facebook. It sounds similar, this following thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it, it's just like, I love it when people are like, did you read my post? And I'm like, what post? And they're like, you didn't read my post? I'm all, yeah, dude, this isn't fucking Mayberry. You know, there's not three people in the town. I've, You know, there's there's a number of people on my list. Mm-hmm. I probably didn't see it. Don't be butthurt. Just don't be butthurt. Oh, if I- you want me to read something, say, hey, I got a post. Would you read it? And send it to me. A link. See how easy that is? No. What? No? No? Let's talk about Michelle's movie. Let's go. I don't have a jingle. What? Where's your oh, guitar? Make up a jingle. Where's your um, Death to Vanilla Sex song? Death to Vanilla. Oh, that, yeah. That's right. oh, I totally forgot about <laughs> that. that song's I, in the movie. I totally forgot about that. I'm, didn't you yeah. have it on the credits? Yeah. Opening and closing Opening credits. Opening and closing credits. Yeah. That was pretty funny. You Death can to sing, Vanilla You sex. can sing a little jingle of it. <laughs> where's, your, where's your guitar? Death to Vanilla Sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I loved uh, your movie. Didn't you? You wrote <laughs> it, you. directed it, and uh-huh. starred in it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Damn, she's All a triple threat. <laughs> it was really great, but I I wondered how did you 
research BDSM to do this movie, or were you already in the BDSM community? Uh, I was already in the community. I, I basically I started coming to Threshold. Actually, it was my Ooh. first club that I came to. Oh, <laughs> um, started with the discussion groups, and then got convinced to go to the play parties just to watch. Then got convinced to you know you kind of like dip your toe in, and then like little by little you go you go. That's in. how we get you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it was cool. I mean, because it's it's. Like nothing, I feel like that you see because I also when I started to get curious about BDSM, I tried to watch as many movies as I could, and I really couldn't find anything that I felt uh, portrayed it, you know, in a way that that was accurate. It was either I think kind of like fucked up, dangerous, dark, scary, or some movies were just like silly and ridiculous, and then they they laugh at it. And so I wanted to do a character driven comedy where we were laughing more at the characters. Uh, kind of a fish out of water story. The characters feeling at odds with their surroundings and coming to terms with that, and over, like I mentioned, over attachment to their identity, making fun of those things as opposed to the actual S and M. And so, yeah, I like. I agree with Boogie when he said that this is a, a totally realistic look at kink and BDSM, having nothing whatsoever to do with fucking Fifty Shades of Grey. So this was. A, I really like this. It's multi layered because it's talking about what like three different relationships happening. Uh, several different mm-hmm. relationships and how they interact. There's polyamory, there's bisexuality, there's mm-hmm. kink, there's how you identify. But I was most intrigued by your character. What was the name? Jamie. Jamie. Mm-hmm. And her uh, inner struggles with she wants to be butch. Uh huh. But so she obviously that means she has to be the top. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which is not. The case, the dynamics of a relationship, how you identify, are so varied and can be so subtle in kink and BDSM that that is the part that intrigued me the most, is the struggle mm-hmm. that she went through in, in saying, well, I'm, I'm butch, I should, I should be on top. And when in reality, she wanted to be on the bottom. Right, right. Uh, what seemed even more about the character, which, by the way, I'm like, good arc. Good character development. <laughs> no, I really, I really, I mean, I watch a lot of movies, and 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 obviously this you didn't have the budget for Saving Private Ryan or something, <laughs> but you told a story, and I really enjoyed that. I watched that character mm-hmm. grow. I watched that character find out something that we teach all the time on this show, and we teach all the time in the lifestyle, and that is. Don't let your titles define you or your in, don't let your identity stop you from living your life. The character, what I got out of it was the character Jamie was inspired by her partner to bottom. Didn't mean that you would necessarily always be the top or the bottom, but it, it became very clear because of the actions and the comical actions in the, in the movie that this is what the dynamic worked out as. And you saw the character like, hey, I I really feel like I want to explore this. But we tell people a lot that it's based on the person. That you may be dominant to this person, but this person may inspire your submission. And that's what I thought was actually really cool. That you saw this this character kind of develop these struggles and like, fuck, and you're whipping the bunny and all this stuff. I want to give away the movie because I want people to watch it, but it was funny. And it was just, it was just amazing to see because we see that all the time here that people mm-hmm. come in and they go, I am this or I am that. Mm-hmm. And then we say, you know, you can just be a switch. You can just be whatever that person inspires you to. And that was the thing that I was like, fucking right on. That was, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. It is a theme that I, that, 
it, it does affect a lot of us in the community. So I thought it was really uh, it was right on that you discussed it. Well, but shit, you just said you don't want to spoil it for... I was going to talk about some of my favorite parts. Should we not? No, 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 no. Don't, don't spoil it. No, don't talk about your favorite parts. No, no. <laughs> she she's wants like, she, us to. She's like, tell me about my movie. Even Michelle is okay with it. Why <laughs> tell can't me? Okay, I? hey, if you want to go what spoiler... What was that? Is she's learning how to, how to flog, so she's flogging her... Is it a piggy or a bunny? It's a bunny. It's a pig stuffed oh. animal. She's flogging the crap. But that's in the trailer, so it's not spoiling okay. anything. Oh my god, that was so hysterical. <laughs> Which is because I, we actually do that in the life. That's what we do, right? It was a cute piggy. And she's like, take that. <laughs> and she talked to it. Yeah. Which is part of your character development as a as a dominant when you're learning how to top. And I tell people all the time if I teach because that's what I did. I had a weight bench like a you know one of those padded weight, and I put it on my bed and I stood it up and I put cloths over it and I would practice my flogging and practice my flogging and then I would do aftercare <laughs> on the bench. Oh, cute! And but but you know what? That's muscle memory and that's programming because you want people. Because sometimes you're excited about playing and you're like, holy shit, I'm playing. And you forget stupid things like touch the person. Well, and you, want, and you want the bench to call you the next Ab- day. Damn straight. Oh, that bench loved me. That's so sad. That was awesome. No, so it, that that was there. Like there was a, a couple really other. Great, yeah. There was a like couple. A great mus- it sounds like it. It, it was, was a great musical because they tired. had my song in it. <laughs> Oh, that's what made it a musical. Like literally. You do realize you, I you flew called this, in this morning, you right? Ca- you could have <laughs> called it SM Sally... The musical, like Tommy, <laughs> The Who, SM Sally, music by Campbell. There was actually another cool song in there. It wasn't me, but, you know, it was cool. What was the first song, the kind of grindy, strippery yeah, song? Yeah, that's a Black Lipstick Kiss, and that plays during the fireplay scene. Yeah, that was that was a fun song. So was there any any part, of, was any of this based on true life, like the struggle that... Um, it's not really based on true life in a very literal, in a literal way, but I think coming from the lesbian community, even though, um, it's non-kink, I was gonna say vanilla, but I've learned, (laughs) um, that, um, there's a, there's a a lot of the more that top bottom stuff in a, in a more non-kink way, right? So there's the assumption of if you look a certain way, you're the top. And so I've, I've definitely felt that sort of perception and bias of people making comments about my sexuality not even knowing anything about it you know what i'm saying and internalizing that and then in my first lesbian relationship years ago feeling like oh well i'm the butch one so i have to strap it on and people actually telling me that like you know if you're the butch one you strap it on and then being in that relationship for a number of years that we could actually be more fluid and then find out what we really liked and what worked for us and we ended up switching roles in a sense i guess it's kind of loosely based on that a long time ago it's not that i ever had a personal struggle with that but i've noticed that other women that identify as butch um is kind of a thing for them because it's a machismo sometimes like Mm. so that is well i I don't know if i'd use the word prevalent but that is common or, or at least apparent in in the queer community yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, I think with the younger, like people, because I'm in my late 30s, I think people younger than me, I think it's, it's becoming more fluid, but I think like the sort of the butch femme culture, there's some people that are very, very like rigid with that. And that's fine if it works for them, of course. But it's kind of this idea that um, you run up against those stereotypes of people expecting you to be a certain way. Um, and sometimes I feel that other butch women kind of will make comments to me about that I'm not tough enough or you know mm. whatever mm. like why are you <laughs> doing this like so there's a grading system like you don't get to keep your butch dyke that you know a uh, union card or something yeah yeah right <laughs> if your strap on isn't this big <laughs> but I think it's changing you know what I mean I think it's changing I think it's more of a maybe a, a mindset like I say like maybe people my age and older I don't know I mean 
But um, I think it definitely resonates with people who aren't like people in the lesbian community that aren't familiar with kink. This whole play out with the butch fam dynamic, it resonates for them because they get to see that dynamic. But in this very sort of like because BDSM is very much about the roles. And so all you're doing is you're really sort of like highlighting what everyone gay or straight experiences in the relationship anyway. But they don't really talk about it very explicitly. Mm. You know, you see a, a heterosexual couple and the woman, quote unquote, wears the pants and it's not necessarily talked about in the same open, explicit way that we do in the in the kink community. Mm-hmm. That's true. In kink, we're w- don't we talk things to death, talk things into the ground? We do. We kind of have do. to. We do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of other elements to this. I'm not. There's other relationships having to do with bisexuality and polyamory, and I'm not uh, not talking about this. Just what interested me the most, of course, was you flogging that piggy. In. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I think in the other relationship, because the whole movie in general, for me, the theme was like pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. So then the the subplot that you were mentioning about the polyamorous relationship, which is more kind of a, um, you know, it's, it is poly, but it's also... Um, uh, it's not necessarily like, oh, this is the right way to do poly because the, the 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 premise of that is, <laughs> which you, know, <laughs> you probably see that a lot, but the premise of that is a polyamorous bisexual guy. He's dating a man and he's dating a woman. He's like, hey, everybody, let's have a threesome. And neither one, the gay man and the bisexual woman, neither one of them want to have the threesome, but they want to look cool and be like, yeah, I'll do it. And they think the other one's going to back up out first. So they play chicken. Yeah, they play chicken. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that's what a lot of the comedy comes from. Because it's funny because like sometimes in the Q&A's I get asked these questions like, oh, like, because, yeah, it's not like always the right way to do poly or the right way to even do BDSM, because even with Jill and Jamie's relationship, there's miscommunications, misunderstandings, um, you know. Those sorts of things, but that's obviously where a lot of the comedy comes from um, that you wouldn't get if everyone was like mature and communicative and et cetera, you know. But hopefully, it still paints, paints the community in a good and authentic and realistic well, light. I think the fact that you have communication in your in your uh, movie versus all the other ones, you're already, uh, you're already a step ahead. <laughs> you're a step ahead. There's, there's that, one. I love that about the movie. I especially like the spooning part <laughs> where you're like. I'm supposed to be the big hey. spoon. Oh, oh okay. You got no one. She's okay, okay with my talking about my favorite parts. <laughs> okay. You're not the big spoon. I'm a backpack and I make the whooshy noises. Oh, my God. <laughs> Abyss. SM Sally. Is it SM or SNM? SNM. Oh, SNM SM. Sally. I keep saying SM. Sorry, abbreviate. S and M with the little Andy sign. Andy sign? Whatever that is called. <laughs> ampersand. ampersand. Is it called ampersand. an ampersand? Yeah. <laughs> Ampersand. I'm confused. I like how you have like this hand motion. Like that's what. What that was is. that? <laughs> Once again, that's the that's my penis when I'm really upset. It, oh. it just it just pinches that itself. <laughs> it it reaches out a little arm. Wouldn't oh. that be awesome That'd if I like terrifying. came up to you and my penis was there and you were like, oh, it's right there, and the, just a little arm reached out from the side and put it on your arm. <laughs> Said, I love you. <laughs> so Michelle, where can where can our listeners see that movie again? <laughs> um, you can see it on Vimeo. Or you can go to my website, BalletDiesel.com, and it'll direct you there. That is awesome. Yay. S&M Sally. Cool, cool. Thank you very much. Thank you. We shall continue. Nixie. Oh, fuck. Yes. Is, uh, what's, go- what's going on in the chat room? We're having a, a pretty serious discussion about... Um, my penis? And it's with, a little no arm, with my little one arm penis? No. no. About kink and if you call it something else if more people would be willing to explore that is a great topic write that down because that is something that we need to cover on the show 
If you didn't okay. call it kink. If we didn't call them dungeons, if we didn't call it BDSM. Mm. I mean, kink is one thing because the word kink is, is very, you know, open and neutral. But terms <laughs> like BDSM, they have negative connotations. So, People have a thought instantly in their head and it surrounds that and we deal with this. Well, I, or it's just a mis or the wrong use of the word. But just and, flat out. No, the absolutely. The, the wrong word. use of the word. But like fetishes, if they don't understand that there is a right and wrong or a more open, flexible use of the term. Are we going to go uphill by keep trying? It's like atheism. You know, the entire movement that has come forward to try to explain atheism is, well, it doesn't mean we don't believe that there's not a God, but we believe, you know, we believe only in what is there's evidence to. So basically agnostic. So it's been like this whole thing to try to redefine this word that a culture has thought. If you mean this, it means this like brat. You know, there's there's a lot Don't get of me started. There's a lot of effort coming forward by the brat community to say no. This doesn't mean asshole do spoiled trash. Do, do they stomp their foot? Yes, so, we do. So the the question is, would we do better at bringing people into the whatever you want to call it, kink lifestyle, sexual alternative, um, aggression alternative, whatever you want to call uh. it? Is there a, is that make people not feel that instant? Oh, I heard about BDSM. That's bad. I'm going to go to hell. No, that's why she just pull their hair. <laughs> then we'll call it the hair pulling lifestyle. <laughs> no, you just the HP. That. Are you into HP? <laughs> the hair pulling lifestyle. It also includes anal hook suspension, but and penises with little arms that reach. <laughs> so are we talking about that now, or are we going to talk about it later? No, no. But I okay. just Nixie, please write that down. That uh, I will. You're doing good. Any other dirty sex stuff in the chat room? Uh, not not really right now. We're <laughs> we're on a real serious topic. Oh, hey man, wow. I don't want to get I don't want to get in the way. You do want to get in the way. Just, I do. I want everyone to picture my penis with a little arm. That is terrifying. <laughs> that really is. Only one arm. Why would it be one? Just one. It just reaches out and talks. <laughs> and now it talks? Why not? I got an eye. <laughs> it's got an opening. What the hell? Do you really want women thinking of your penis in those terms? <laughs> it's okay. He's wearing Crocs while he does it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> that completes the picture. He's I love your Crocs. I love your Crocs. I'm going to have my eyes. I feel sick. <laughs> Sorry. Does anybody have a tissue? With, of all <laughs> of all shows, not to have my button ready. Does anybody have a tissue? I think the views of Boogie do not necessarily <laughs> reflect those of Kathy and Abyss. <laughs> I, I just I just need a tissue. Can we go on? Tissue. I'm just sick. I'm tired. I want to hurl right now. I want to take a nap. Hey, guess what I did? Take a nap. What you did? I just changed the topic on us, Boogie. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> what we discussed earlier, uh, we're not going to be discussing. Fair enough. I love recording this show live. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, per- we got an email from Anonymous. They did not want okay, us using good. their name, which Anonymous. is fine. Anonymous. <laughs> Anonymous. Sorry. Abyss is singing. <laughs> I'm tired. Anonymous asks, <laughs> if a male to female is dating a guy, does that make her gay or straight? Conversely, Ooh. if a male, female to male is dating female, does that make her gay or straight? This may have been written incorrectly, but anyway, okay. I really need your help on this one. It would help me if you can talk with your crew on perverted podcasts about why do this. They, why does this person need help with this? Because they're trans, they're transitioning, and what do you traditionally identify as? So, uh, traditionally, I mean, if you're a guy who's transitioning to a woman, but, right. but you're in a relationship with another woman, does that make then you that a lesbian? That, that makes you lesbians. Yeah, because if you a identify, if you if you a identify, GL. if you what a GL gender lesbian. I just made that up. Thank I, you. No, Thank you very much. No, 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 no applause. Clap. 
God. Thank you. Amen. Stop Amen. Stop it. No. God. Anyway, so basically, if, if if you identify as female, then and you're in a same sex, same identifying sex uh, relationship, then you would go with the homosexual version of it. I would assume that this mm-hmm. is a full transition. If you're a crossdresser or somebody who who doesn't present as whatever your chosen gender is on a regular basis, you're not going to have this issue. But if you have transitioned, you no longer consider yourself a male. You You consider yourself a woman now. And you are dating a woman. You're You're a lesbian. lesbian. At least that's the way I see it. What do you think, Michelle? Yeah, I mean, I see it that way. I um, Like, let's take it the reverse. Like, let's say you were a lesbian and you transitioned to a man and you still date women. Um, Some people, even though the outside world might say, well, you're in a heterosexual relationship, there's something potentially inside of you that still feels queer. And so some um, trans men still identify as queer in that way. So I think a lot of it's also a personal a yes, personal identity. That's which, what which, I think. Which we get a little confusing because if it's a queer... Okay, if it's a um, female to male and they no longer identify as, they identify as queer but not straight... And that depends on person by person because some, like for example, some trans men identify as a heterosexual man, period. Not even as a trans man, just as a man. And then Mm -hmm. some trans men identify as trans and as part of trans, they're sort of a queer identity. Um, You know, and a lot of people that transition, for example... Um, their sexuality changes. So let's say you you were a lesbian and you transitioned to a man. A lot of times they start dating other men because their queer identity kind of morphs and they're still attracted to women because that was kind of what they've always done as well. So it's purely personal. Everybody's going to be different and you have no choice but to really ask that person, tell me how you view this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. yes, My penis arm is scratching its head. (laughs) My I, this this is the type of shit that just goes up my fucking ass a mile. Of course, like it does. your lady cock, my lady cock, right <laughs> up my ass a mile, stretches it wide open. Why does it go up it, your ass a mile? Because fuck it. At, other than a general, you know, hey, like who fucking cares? Oh, they well, obviously they do. do. Who the fuck cares? Be who the fuck you are. Yeah, I mean, I understand when you're trying to, you know, if you let your identity guide who you're going to be i mean this is the whole thing with the fucking movie Mm -hmm. if you let that identity you're going to be fucking miserable your whole fucking life you mean if you let someone else's idea of your identity if you let their idea of what you are and what you be whatever call yourself a fucking lawnmower but that's that's (laughs) absolutely true obviously uh, the writer the person who emailed us is struggling with this maybe they don't know exactly how but but there are no rules basically is what i'm hearing give yourself permission to identify i mean everything and you said it the 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 correct answer is ask me who i am Talk to me about who I am. If I give you a label and I say I'm, you know, male, sissy, bottom, toilet, slave, gender, queer, penis arm, <laughs> then say, what does that mean to you? Because I'll guarantee it means 800 things to 800 people, especially that one. So I just, 
I see titles kill people. I see them take them away from conversations and getting to know somebody. I don't care what or Michelle it's, or is. It's a, or it's if, an opener. If I'm interested, I mean, as a general thing, okay, well, what are, you know, okay, great. If you're looking to pick up on someone from a bumper sticker on their car, great. You have a rainbow on your car. Then, okay, I know you might be either gay friendly or, or some. Okay. <laughs> or great. you really like unicorns. But the reality <laughs> is, is what's the better thing? You go up to someone, you say, hey, I see there's a rainbow on your car. What does that mean to you? Now I'm having a conversation with someone. you're creepy. Stop looking at my car. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. Michelle, what do you think? Yes, yes. And I think the question, I think it sounds like it's written from the perspective of the person transitioning, right? Right. Exactly. So I think, but I think that's, you know, that person. it's basically however, like exactly, labels, identity, it's whatever you feel comfortable with and don't feel like you have to box yourself in by that. That's what I think. Yeah. And we don't know that much about the, the person who asked. They may be living in a part of the country where it's it's not acceptable to just choose what gender and what identity you have. This person may be also very young and there or this person may just put a lot of of attention and importance on what other people think for whatever reason they're struggling with this and there are people in this country and others who are struggling with that question themselves especially in this day and age when gender fluidity is so out there it's no longer what it used to be at least not when i was in high school yeah i mean i mean realistically now it's it's very much anyone like kathy said ask because it just gets fucking confusing at times my message to the poster is this. As honest as I can be, as fucked up as my brain is, whoever this poster is, anonymous person, you are okay. Who you are is okay. Your journey is okay. Being yourself is okay. And how you identify is okay. Start with that and you're okay. You don't have to worry about this. You don't have to lose sleep over this. You can change your identity any day. You can be a lawnmower. You can be genderqueer. You can be gender fluid. You can be male. Be just today. Just know, look in the mirror and say, I'm okay. And I guarantee you, you'll be okay. That's how I, I think that's great. Yeah. And one thing I, sometimes I tell myself, or I don't know if I tell but like kind of like my identity is not a rule. You know what I mean? Like, for example, I identify as a lesbian, but that doesn't mean that I can't find men attractive or I can't play with men or something like that. So the thing is, like, your identity suits you to whatever extent that it suits you, if that makes sense. So once mm-hmm. you identify something, don't let it limit you and feel yeah. like you have to. Is that why you had that, that whole relationship thing in your movie? What you just said? With the poly relationship? Yes. Um, I don't think so, but with heterosexual Jill, my character does have, like, dreams about penises and freaks out. And so yeah. she's kind of dealing with her, like, homo flexibility, I guess you could call it, <laughs> which nobody ever talks about. Like, I'm 95% gay, you know, like that right. character in that but movie. But that penis in particular. Motivated what, what by penis the penis. In particular? No, just the one it's with one the, arm. The, the, what? Oh! <laughs> no, not, not your not penis. Michelle's pretty sure not that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Don't cry through the newbies. We've been there. We're here for you. Still recording. Are we <laughs> distressful? <laughs> okay, we do, do we have an intro? Uh, blah 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 no, blah. No, that was that yes. was me. That oh. was me. <laughs> we hardly that do this was one. me. If you're new to explain your kinky side or the BDSM lifestyle, don't worry. We were all new at least once. Send your questions, topics of kinky newness fucking hell and we will do our best to help you without making you feel stupid this week's topic i can't read with my 
It just says it groovy, just says newbie, groovy newbies. newbies. Oh, actually, put the topic. Oh, the the topic was why why does my partner want someone else to play with? It's basically oh another someone, light topic. Move that. That's ahead, light. That's intro to Polly. Like if you <laughs> have no, don't know anything about Polly and you're getting into the kink scene and your partner wants to play with somebody else, this is basically about Polly play. This is a big topic. This is a big it's topic. A, it's a intro big, to give it keep it light. And this is one oh one. No, no. Well, okay. it's not everyone can do the things that everyone else can do. Thank you. We're done. Let's go. Now on. you're into comp- <laughs> Now you're. Now you're starting to feel. And if it, there is, there. Yeah, that's this a weird really thing. Is this is a, this is for all intents and purposes a, a mostly monogamous cisgendered country we're we're living in right and so you are with this person and that is your chosen gender and you never stray from that at all so anybody who is wanting to do anything different is and you're you're in that relationship you're going to start struggling especially if you're new to it why does my partner suddenly want to play with a man he's heterosexual isn't he why does my partner want to play with anyone other than myself we were married i thought i was monogamous if you are new to the community this is going to be a question that is a little confusing okay i I would i would go down a list initially a quick list Uh. why your partner may want to play with someone else number one are you a top or a bottom what is your partner if you're both the same thing you probably will not be able to play together. Good opener. <laughs> good start. That is a good start. <laughs> it's guaranteed if that's the case, you're going to want to play with if someone If you else. have two tops, they're just going to look at each other and go, no. Or two bottoms. And then you look at two bottoms and they're going to go, you go. Do you want to do no, something? Do you want to do something? What do you want to do? Do you want to do something? Do you want to do something? No, I should do something. That would be awesome if we did that. That would be so great. Let's watch TV. Let's watch TV and think about it. So in terms of poly play, then that's... And it's actually polyplay is a good way to, and it's a good way to learn things too. You can always, I know Boogie and I have, and like Mark has done a lot of stuff. You've done a lot of things where you co-top with someone where it's more of a teaching experience where you're, you're co-topping a person, but their, their partner is with you and you're teaching them how to be able to top or bottom their, you know, to their partner better and teach them skills. So that's a, that's an aspect of polyplay or say someone has no interest in in uh, a particular style of play like blood play say someone like the the idea of blood turns their stomach and it makes someone to pass out but their partner really really is into it i would suggest maybe that's not one of those things you suck it up for the partner you find someone else who's good at it the the question that comes in most of these conversations is why am i not good enough for you exactly and why do you want these other things from other people? And that is really about your real identity. Who am I as a person? And is who am I as a person valid enough for this person? And why would they... Ever, there's narcissism in there. In that depression, there is narcissism. I don't know that I would call it narcissism, that, but I It is, because it's about you. Well, What's wrong with me? Not everything like. that is about you is deemed narcissism. Is why I always every time you you go to that word I'm like I use it for a lot of things right. I anytime yes, I, I believe narcissism to mean this is about me okay well I think it's more of an insecurity is what okay. what I would call it insecurity yeah and, or and or even guys uh, we're taking it from like the kink level it could just be someone could see it as something as we made vows to each other we made promises to each other and now this person is not holding up their end of the bargain because their desires have changed because yeah. the vows were created by people who were trying to control you well, uh, by telling I mean, you that you have to be this way and that all humans can fit in this box and be this way, which we just had this conversation prior. 
that a lot of people really struggle with that because they were told that humans must be monogamous. This is God's way. You are supposed to be monogamous. It's Disneyland. The the, the prince comes and takes the princess. And don't be Disneyland. That's a fairy tale. They call it a fairy tale because it's make believe. That's why it has the title fairy tale. But the reality is, is that most people, if given the chance, if you were told, if most humans, this is this is factual, if most humans were given the opportunity to rip away all their religious, social, parental, negative programming about, you know, having your eye stray, or if we are all just allowed to say, hey, if you are attracted to another person, that is okay. The majority of humans would at different times find different levels of detraction for different people. So yes, it's not about you being good enough or whatever. That is just the nature of our sexual person. Right. But if you're new to the community and you have been, and I'm going to use this word deliberately, indoctrinated all your life into thinking this is the way life is, you're, we're supposed to be monogamous, you're going to have quite a struggle coming into, into any dungeon. And here you thought that, Oh, my husband and I or my wife and I are going to go in and we're going to explore our sexuality. And suddenly your spouse or partner might be saying, well, I'd like to play with that person. And if you're not prepared for it, didn't even realize this is a possibility. It's going to start messing with your head. and You're going to start wondering why. So I, I have met people who come to the dungeon and their partners and they are beginning to explore. And it never once occurred to them that they might play with somebody else. Mm-hmm. They're very, it just, it was an automatic assumption that they're going to play with each other. And, and when that other, par- well, that partner unless, wants to start branching out, then the trouble begins. I could see that being an issue. I could yeah, honestly absolutely. Because if you are, mon- like, and there are people who are monogamous. There are people who are happy with their sure. person. Yeah. Um, and if both the both partners are happy with it, good for you, yeah. then you have no The minority, issues. 60% divorce rate. So there's, there's usually reasons behind that. Yeah. It's the minority. It is possible. There are some people who have great bonding with one person. We're not saying that there are no absolutes. Well, you're also using it marriage as the the key for monogamy. That's not necessarily. Well, in, that's in, in, that's, that's in not, our society, no, marriage that's is still not, used. Yeah, I can be monogamous as, and it's, it's just my boyfriend, boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. That, that lasts that's, for that's, only a short time and then you're a serial monogamous that oh. goes into another relationship. Anyway, so about uh, newbies. Yes, newbies. When it comes to newbies. So, Captain Ranty McRanter pants. <laughs> well, just, you know, just uh, there is no doubt that when you encounter this issue for the first time, it is going to uh, call into question some serious self-identity issues. And it will require that you... Uh, communicate. And talk to <laughs> you. And, 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 and actually delve into your own psyche and find out what it is that is bothering you. You may very well decide, I don't want to delve into my own psyche. I like myself the way I am. This is it. I'm not changing. Uh, for those of you who do want to, it's you have to do some introspection and find out why is it bothering me? How far do I want to take this? Am I willing to even explore and go down this path? I have to say this is one of the harder things that new people that community might have to deal with because it it it, uh, it it has the po- the capability of really messing with your head and messing with your relationship. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? Well, I think um, I guess my thought on it is you know BDSM is a lot of things take a great amount of skill and. Everyone has sort of the thing that they, you know, know how to do better than others. And when you're exploring this community with someone, this lifestyle, you know, there's certain things like, oh, I want to try fire play. I want to try this. Your partner just coming in new is not going to have the skill to do that. And yes, they could learn, et cetera. But sometimes I feel like playing with other people isn't necessarily about, ooh, I'm really attracted. I mean, it could be I'm really attracted to this person and I want to I want to play with that person. But a lot of times it's just I wanted to try this thing. I want to try mm-hmm. that thing. I want to try this thing. 
you yeah, know. That, that's so true. That would be the easier play. thing. Hey, I want to learn how play. to flog. Yeah. And there is a flogging expert right over there. Or even not even yeah. learn. Even if it's like, hey, guys, if it's a non-sexual base, if it's if it's the sex that really hangs you up on it, you know, hey, this person, I want to feel these impacts. I want to do this. And this person's really good at it. And they're safe. I think that's also a key thing is finding, you know, people, especially when you're new, you're not, you're not safe. I'm just, I'm going to fucking say it. You're not safe. I agree. Cause you don't know what you're fucking doing. We, n- none of us did. So it's, it's one of these things. If you go to a, you didn't know. I, not really. You we want to go. We've heard the story. We've heard your You've fucking story. given us the stories that illustrate how <laughs> much you Those were all fairy tales <laughs> uh-huh. that I shared for yeah. impact uh-huh. and engaging of our But audience. it's guys, it's always good to make sure you have open communication. Know your boundaries before you you walk into a place like this and discuss them with your partner <laughs> make sure you're on the same page yeah uh, i have to say that the couples or the the people who get through this relatively unscathed are those who already have good communication skills because communication is key you can get through almost anything there are of course deal breakers but you can get through a lot if you're communicating well uh if you're not keeping things from your partner and from yourself that's just my point of view bitches i think that was a great <laughs> Taster of a very big topic. Yeah, pa- a very yeah groovy newbies. <gasps> and we're not going to go into great depth, but yeah. <gasps> but you know what's even better? <laughs> what is even better? 69. Yeah, everybody! Get on the table! It's time for girls to eat the mow mow. Going downtown. Gotta eat the pussy right, yeah. 69. Yeah! Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. You just unwrap that. Get it under her ass. Oh, my God. They're doing it now. See, this is it. I'm keep, I didn't make this jingle for fucking shits and giggles. No kidding. You are, you are solid on this jingle. We are going to do this more often. That's, that, look at this ripped. Just get, look, she just now they're just fucking pros. Look at this. Getting up there. They got a game plan. Kathy knows where to put the fucking shrink wrap. Oh, my God. Mark hasn't put her knee into uh, Spike's uh, head this? yet. That's right. Although I will say, with the 69, there's always that awkward, like, wait, shit. Or especially Where, if they have long goes? hair. You can do sideways, like, side yeah, 69. I mean, and and there's there's actually, I will say for the, right, uh, my, that is my preferred for male, female, is the side. Yeah, side, side's really good. Michelle, and, uh, your preferred 69 method? Um, I I haven't thought about it. <laughs> you just go for it? Just yeah, this is good, though, because then it's like full body contact like that, yeah. Sure, sure. Okay, good. You know what? First <laughs> Mark's, out, like, just snuggling in. She's like, hey. Michelle, thank you very much for being here today. Oh, thank you. I, I was very, And it was it was more fun that we didn't just talk about the movie. It was great. You have a lot of great things to say, and you have a lot of great <laughs> insights and wisdom of, about everything that we're talking about. So cool. that's when we have guests on, we really want... <laughs> you to be a part of the show not just come in and talk about your thing but actually just come and like get to know you and get to know what you think about and i really i was really impressed you really have a lot of clear thoughts and it's really oh, cool. well, exciting you. i would love for you to come back when you either back, yeah. have something to, to pimp or, or okay. uh, do that so once again what's your uh, thing to pimp uh snm sally you can rent it on vimeo worldwide or my website balletdiesel.com <sighs> are you guys ready to mow they've been waiting for you get her done Mao, what is that? Like mow, 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 oh. mow, 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 mow. That's mow, a new mow. one. I haven't heard look that. At them, look at that. <laughs> just, oh, God. Mow, mow on the muff, muff. Oh, oh she's, she's getting in there. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't even see her face. No, it's gone. It's disappearing. That's a great picture, but we can't put that on. <laughs> yeah, their eyes. You can't. <laughs> she, she is down. So she's Nixie is pulling double duty. Yeah, she's see. chat she's room and, and photographer. I just like that she's all, sorry guys, I can't be in the chat room. I gotta watch two <laughs> fucking hot chicks go down on each other. 
Sorry. Take I'll be care back. Of yourselves, guys. So let's talk about sixty nine and leave this topic. Oh my gosh, this is it. Just this is a way. I like how Mark did her hair, by the way. It looks good. It's totally out of the way, isn't <laughs> it? Nixie did a that's French braid on that. It's very. Why are we talking about the fucking hair? Because that's what I see is the top of her head between her thighs. Oh my god! And just fucking spikes, big titties just hanging out there on the side. Wow, that did not sound attractive. Because it, it, it's a nice big titty. <laughs> I'm like grabbing it from here. Yeah. Oh my god! Right. Nixie's getting really close with the camera. She's like. <laughs> She's like at porn, <laughs> porn like right up the fucking pooter, man. That is just no, In no, there. no. Get the shot, get the shot. Michelle, are you uh, are you having any like you know directing? You know because you get yeah, all you kind of want to you want to kind of direct right now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like you, <laughs> oh, maybe. Oh, she's just, just itching to get in there and. I feel like direction. I feel like that's not necessary. That. Are we putting direction in like quotations, like direction? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's right. Oh, just lick it. I like how Boogie gets like this, like happy, content, like he he's like little Yoda hands. This has like, been the greatest like week from the Pussy Cookies show to the Pussy Cookies party. Just so much to, pussy for you. To the sixty-nine episode, the fact that we've done sixty-nine fucking episodes. They're having a good time, and I didn't think you could have that much of a good time with cling wrap. Yes, you can. Really? It actually, really? there's a lot of feeling I've with it. I've never tried it, mm-hmm. actually. And you can actually, you know, kind of put double and maybe put your fingers in surgical gloves so you can get a finger inside around. And it's just you want to keep the main fluid off your yeah. face. I actually, I know. Um, oh, that's good. One of the ladies I. Hang on a second. I want to go over here. Oh, uh, my mic with me. Fuck Where are you shit. going? Are you just a better view. Better moving the table. There was, there was actually a. a did Look at that. She just me? had that hungry, like... I think you did. Like, she's like a... Hey, Boogie, shut up. Sh- Abyss like is talking. Oh, what? I was actually having trying to, like, add something. Okay. Go ahead, add something. Thank you. Actually, there was a, a girl I know who doesn't do fluid exchange, and she said the hottest thing to send her is a picture of a gloved hand. Oh. <laughs> nice. That's, I just like how she's eating, so like, kinky. like she's in the she's in the fucking wild. Like, she's in the wild, and it's a fucking fresh zebra kill. What? Oh she's just fucking that is just not what I'm seeing at all. Look at her face. Mark is laughing. Was you made her laugh. Did I say that out loud? You just compared <laughs> her to eating a little <laughs> We're in the Serengeti. We're in the Serengeti. <laughs> yo himbe. <laughs> <laughs> she's all, no yo himbe, no yo himbe. I actually just had that there. Oh my God. Look at her licking her lips. I think Mark is done. You, you oh. ruined the mood for her. Go back she's to like, the Serengeti. Go yeah. back. You just fucking hunt. You are a hyena. What? You are a hyena. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> lick your lips. Oh, somebody got bitten. <laughs> <laughs> and that is just our show. Just let him show. keep going. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record next to you. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org out and find org out. <laughs> I love that. That's I got distracted. Find out about joining the kinky family. Thank you to all of our guests and our hosts. To Nixie, our temporary chat room mo- monitor. To the lovely Mark and Spike, Spike for the Woo-hoo! show. To our guest host, Michelle Elin. Elin! <laughs> and to Lovely Abyss for coming back and being with us. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! <laughs> and 
To me and Boogie, we suck. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit thepervertedpodcast.com. I got nothing to say. He's just distracted by titties. Awesome. Right? You're in uh, 69 was, I am in. I'm not oh, a voyeur. Oh, oh dear. I, like oh. wiping her mouth or wiping. I'm really not a voyeur, but that was really just beautiful. That was. Just, How can you not love that? Two that women going down on each other. Come on. Aggressively. They were, there was some biting. There was some, there was some aggression in right? there. Wasn't there biting? bite and just, she screamed. I'm serious about that. Like, no, no, Mark She just had that look there. in her she face. Like, what? You couldn't even see her face. It was no. face down and pussy. Look, it was yeah, but when fully immersed up, in the was, pussy. Like, I was like, she needed, like, the, dude, I thought she needed a snorkel. She was getting in there. <laughs> I'm off to breathe. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Well, which, that was very good. Which, you know, I will give her commitment points for. She was committed. Yes, she was totally committed. Once again, 69. Lovely. Lovely ladies. Perverted Podcast audience, we will see you next week for show 70. We're going to keep doing this and just amazing. So many emails this week from new people, new couples that are getting a spark in their relationship, uh, you know, listening to us together. It's just been a great fucking adventure, and let's just keep doing this stuff. Old Bay. Old Bay. Uh, They're all clustered around Nixie, who is now Now, posting all those pictures. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a show I don't want to end. <laughs> can we, can we and, stop now? And it looks like it's still recording. <laughs> oh, it's we, gone. Sorry. Michelle, we have to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's all, I'm out of here. All right, we're out of here.